And a very special guest today on Zav Chat is Nick Martin. Now, Nick came and spoke to the student group at an assembly back uh, in March in Term 1. But uh, we've invited him back because it was such an inspiring talk uh, that he gave. Nick is a graduate of Xavier, 1980, a Richmond Premiership year. Sorry, Nick. Uh, but, uh, and they, I think they might have beaten your boys too, but I'll have to look, look up the records. Uh, however, Nick Martin is our special guest, and I'm going to hand it to the other Nick to uh, get the ball rolling. Nick, thanks for joining us. Yeah, super stoked to have you on the podcast, Nick. Um, glad you could be here. I guess, firstly, can you just tell us a bit about why you're here? So you swam the English Channel. Why would you do swim the English Channel? And um, how was it? Well, the background to it is, you know, in 2020, we were stuck in lockdown. And we all, I think, to varying degrees, felt a bit lost, a bit disconnected, perhaps lacking a little purpose. And a group of us were swimming down at uh, down in the bay, um, we encourage each other to swim a bit more. We'd set some challenges because a lot of the challenges and the opportunities to do things we'd ordinarily do were um, were lost because of lockdown. So it was born out of COVID. And really, I suppose, it was a mate of mine who, in essence, dared me to swim the channel. I thought he was mad. Um, I thought I was mad, but I did some homework on it and we decided to have a go at it. Nick, one of the things I loved from your talk was when you had this pretty audacious goal, you went off and did a whole lot of research. Uh, and sometimes I think that's just one of the lost art forms. So you, you became an expert in all things that happened in the channel, currents, temperature, the whole bit. So just talk to us about you know, doing your background, doing your research so that you're clearer on what you got, want your goal to be. I think you're probably overstating it to say I became an expert, but I, but I certainly did some homework. I wanted to understand what this channel was. I mean, it was to demystify it a little bit. I spoke with, um, and was introduced to a swimming trainer, a marathon swimming trainer, and he's based in the UK. And ultimately he was the fellow who guided me on the, on the journey for the next couple of years. But I found web pages, I found, um, you know, shipping channel data. I found a whole lot of interesting stuff. Um, and one of the things which I also found fascinating, which most people may not know, is that England or the UK was actually joined to Europe 500,000 years ago. So had I had this idea 500,000 years ago, I could have walked, walked. across. <laughs> um, you mentioned about how you met this trainer from the UK and uh, during your speech back in March, you spoke about how you built up this team around you that helped you achieve this goal of yours. So can you sort of tell us a bit about uh, how important it was to have this team around you and how they helped you achieve your goal? Well, I think if you take on a goal... That, well, in my case, I think it was, it, it was audacious. But I think if you're going to take on a goal like that, and we all do it in different ways with the various things that we do in our day-to-day, -day, you've got to find the best way to map the best course to achieve and maximise the chance of success. So whether it's in the school environment, whether it's in the work environment, whether it's in our personal lives, it's, it's really important that we get the right people around us to help us um, achieve what it is, whatever it is we're seeking to achieve. One, extending on that, uh, Nick, you spoke though about being vulnerable and sharing your goal. So it's one thing to um, have a thought in your own head. It's one thing to grab a few people around you and share it with. But to share a goal with a whole lot of people, I got a sense that you felt that brought out the best in you and the best in others. And that sort of sense of being pretty vulnerable to do it because it, it was a, it's a huge undertaking. Well, once, 
Once I'd found out that the channel was the distance that it was, that it was cold water, that people had died doing it, um, you know, it's, it's, it's quite daunting, it's quite confronting, clearly it's challenging. But I had to process it, I had to understand it in my own mind, but I also had to understand to the extent possible what was going to be involved in preparing for it. And it wasn't just about having a few swims, it was about committing for the best part of two years and during the course of that understand the interplay between the physical components which was swimming in cold water in the dark learning how to eat properly finding the support of a dietitian so the interplay between that physical component but also the mental component and then ultimately the emotional component you're listening to zav chat a very special edition with uh, nick martin Zaverian, graduated in 1980 and uh, just last year swum the English Channel. When you spoke back there, Nick, my memory, and it may be wrong, is, and I wanted to ask you on the day, what was your lowest moment in the nine, ten hours as you set off from Dover, swam in the dark? Uh, there must have been low, challenging moments, I'm guessing. There's a couple of really challenging moments. Um, being knocked over on the beach at Dover in the jet black. It was, mid, it was 1 a.m. So I couldn't see anything. So that was really scary. But once we got in the water and started swimming, the idea was to swim alongside the escort boat. But a few times, because the sea was rough and wild and the wind was blowing, I fell off the boat. So I was off to the, behind the boat and I could hear the, the propellers and the engines. And I looked up at the boat and I couldn't see people on it. And that was really mm. frightening because yeah. I thought, if I can't see them, they can't see me. Now, that was wrong. And I was blessed to have a very dear mate of mine, Damien Honan, on the boat. So I trusted him completely. He had my health and safety um, was front of mind for him. But the other scary part, I think, was we were about, I think, about 800 metres from France without knowing we were 800 metres from France. And um, it was getting hard. You know, we weren't getting any closer to France. And in fact, our line was a lighthouse and the lighthouse was moving to my left, which said that we were in the bottom of an ebb tide. So we had to get across this tide. The last 800 metres took about an hour and a quarter. Wow. Which would normally be a 5k swim for me. So it was about holding on to, I've signed up to do this. I've got people in my corner who've helped me all the way. I can't let them down. I've got friends who've committed, I've got supporters who've committed, and we've got this wonderful charity called the Portsea Camp that um, we've raised money for. We, we, we can't let these kids down. I love that moment when you, uh, where it just gave you that additional layers of purpose uh, you know, to accomplish the goal. And I particularly loved hearing you talking about trust. I could only imagine you talking about wading into the sea and it was just entirely black and you couldn't even contemplate sort of France. It's, that must have been amazing. The one thing I was going to bring you back to, though, Nick, you, you talked about you know hard times uh, in your training, and uh, I think there was a moment when you just completed your you know sort of first twenty five k swim, and you were sort of throwing up, and it was really it was really tough going. And again, the trust of this fellow you'd never met before on the other end of a team's call, uh, guiding you through it. And you, I think you were making the point around. You know, you've got to go do the hard times to get to the end goal. Is that? Do you want to comment that, a bit that's more? a that's a fair comment. So. It was a 25-kilometre training swim, and I felt bad. I was, I was slow. I'd thrown up. My back was sore. My intervals were off. And when I raised this with my trainer in the UK, he said, don't complain. That's a great swim. That's what you're going to confront in the channel. 
Gee whiz, Bankers. that's fascinating. So you've come back a few weeks ago into the Great Hall, I'm guessing maybe nearly for the first time since uh, 1980. Uh, what were your impressions? You, you, you spoke at an assembly. Was the assembly that you participated in way different to 1980? How's the world changed? couple of things they can't still can't spell my name I'm not on an honor board anywhere <laughs> but but I it's it's so much more advanced than it was our assemblies apart from being physically oriented a different way the, the assembly that I attended was far more involved uh, we heard from a range of students we heard from the orchestra who was really that was really impressive we heard from a range of different students talking about different things I would say it's more engaging and broader than it was when um, when I last attended it 40 plus years ago. And Bill, I don't know if you remember that day, but Nick talked about having your name on an honour board, which he said, I'm not there. And it got me thinking 97% probably of Zaverians are actually not on an honour board. My, my two boys aren't. I think that was one of Nick's great points that he uh, that he made, and we had a bit of a chat offline about it. So maybe rather than I do it, Nick, you know, just your reflections there that you, I think you gave it right at the end of your speech. A lot of my very dear friends um, were at school with me um, a year or two apart. Um, a couple of them have got their names on the honour board, but most don't. And I think that whether your name's on the honour board or not doesn't define you, and it's a great honour to be on it, but we can all have an impact and I think it's about understanding and finding out how we can have an impact in a positive way to the community broadly. And um, I, go on, Bill. I was just going to say the uh, lovely thing Michael O'Brien happened to speak on that day as well as a, our uh, vice captain of the college. And, oh, yes, uh, yes. And he, uh, he made reference uh, to two things in a way that, that Nick went on to speak about, if I can recall. You know, one of them was surrounding yourself with positivity and, and putting the negatives aside, and, and Nick, I remember you speaking to that, um, and, and I think that's such a, a, a critical message for, for all boys and, and all of society in the current environment. Um, and so I felt, I felt that was you know, particularly, uh, particularly powerful. Now, spot on. And uh, I talk to a lot of old Zavs, as you do, Nick, uh, and a lot of families, and I think sometimes there's a feeling out there that the school's maybe not the same as it was or whatever, but it, it, the assemblies, to me, just embody and encapsulate just what a fantastic place this is. Well, it's clearly not the same assembly that I attended in 1980, but what I would say that those who spoke, whether it was staff or students, I thought were really impressive. And they're impressive on a couple of levels. One, it was their breadth of conversation, but it was just how articulate they were in delivering their story. So Nick Martin, special guest today. Uh, congratulations on that swim. It's just an amazing effort and uh, lovely to have you back to Xavier College. Thanks, Shane. So just before Nick Francis, we do the Around the Grounds, can I just throw in one question for everyone, which we like to do? Uh, I'm picking up your close friendship with Damien Honan, uh, Nick, who's also a former uh, student of Xavier College and in fact helping us out with uh, fundraising at the moment and doing a wonderful job. My question is, who is the person apart from your partner who is most important to you, who you've had this closeness? I'm assuming you're going to say Damien, but tell us why, Nick. I'd say my wife was an incredible support over the best part of two years. I mean, she had to live with me. She had to put up with me. Um, she'd have to recognise that you know, I've spent all day swimming on a Saturday from 
I've been up at 3 a.m., swim from 6 till 3 in the afternoon, and um, I need a siesta, so I'm not much fun on a Saturday night. But she was an incredible support. Damon is such a dear friend. Um, he decided that he wanted to come across and be on the boat once I'd committed to swim the channel. And to have someone who you trust completely and implicitly and such a, a friendship that spans 45 years or more on the boat, my eyes and ears, who I trust completely, was incredibly special. And if it weren't for Xavier, you know, we wouldn't have met. So I think having those long-standing friendships is very special and you can't overstate them. Bill, for me, it's a long-standing friendship. It's someone I went to school with. Uh, John, we've just been thick as forever. Uh, I think I could ask him to do anything. He could ask me to do anything. What about yourself? A uh, little bit, obviously, like Nick, you know, my wife's my rock. But, uh, but extending on your theme, uh, Shane, um, for me, to be probably two people to come to mind. One, uh, probably my, my great friend from, from school who we met in uh, beginning of year five. And if there was ever a, a moment in our lives, our, our um, eldest are about the, uh, the same age, which is pretty special. But uh, you could just pick up the phone at any stage and know that they'd just be around for you. And the second would be my cousin. So I'm an only child. Um, and Tim was uh, was about two years older than me, and we happened uh, in the latter years to go to the same school together, which was which was great. But again, the same thing. He's both family, and um, absolute confidant. If, if there's ever a question you needed to ask or get an opinion, and know it would be wise and thoughtful with deep respect, it'd be him. Spot on. And I better clarify, my wife would be my rock because there's a lot of people listening <laughs> who know me and uh, Bernadette very well. Nick. Maybe a bit harder for you. Um, I reckon I would say my brother. Uh, he's very similar to me in many ways, but he's also quite different in many other ways as older? well. Older? Uh, he's older. Uh, he graduated at Xavier in 2020. Um, and we've always been very close. Um, and we've done lots and lots of things together. So I'd say Jack. Fantastic. Again, Nick Martin, thanks for joining us. And Nick Francis, time to go around the ground. Thank you, Heels. So around the ground this week, everyone. Um, we've had plenty going on ar around Xavier. Um, following on from... The success of Harry Shillington making the Australian under-18 soccer team last week. We've had two more boys reach national teams. We had um, their brothers, in fact, Jonah Allen and Cass Allen, um, both part of the uh, Jonah is part of the under-18s water polo Australian team, and Cass made the under-16 team. So a massive congratulations to both of those boys. Very proud of you. Um, we've also, last week was Reconciliation Week, um, which was celebrated, um, at the senior campus and also Burke Hall with numerous, um, lunchtime activities and presentations, um, for students to partake in and on the weekend, um, all students wore Indigenous socks, um, and the first teams had, uh, Indigenous jumpers, which just looks spectacular. So, um, that was fantastic. Um. It's also about to enter a busy time for all the year 9s to 11s. They've got the start of their mid-year exams. So best of luck to uh, all those boys tuning in. I'm sure you do great. Back yourselves in. Um, so, yeah, there's plenty going on. Going to get a bit studious over the next week or so. Um, but, yeah, Sandy Campuses and Burke Hall's going well. Good on you, Nick. So uh, some big days and weeks ahead as we uh, straddle through Term 2. So uh, Bill and Nick and Nick. Thank you very much for being part of another wonderful Zav Chat. I just remind everyone again, please follow us on Spotify. Tell your friends. I've got people coming up to me all the time saying how much they enjoy it. So that makes it even more rewarding for each of us. We'll join you again next week for another Zav Chat. <laughs>